0: A few weeks ago, a bipartisan group of U.S. Congress members were trying to push past what it sees as Otto's reluctance to solve an ongoing dispute about the Nexus Trusted Traveller Program that eases the flow of people across the Canada-U.S. border. Now, uh, full disclosure, I uh, have a Nexus Pass, and I I didn't have one for years, and I don't go across the border that much, but I I, I went through the uh, process. It took a long time. This is all pre-COVID. It did take a little while. It was a bit frustrating, but it got done. And and, uh, nothing I love more when I do go across the border occasionally to not have to wait, and I think was it a, was it about a three weeks ago? There was just a a massive lineup, like two hours, maybe three hours, um, at at Peace Arch, and uh, we sealed right by. And thank God. Uh, so it's worth the hassle to have it. So I'm a big fan of that. Now Nexus Centers uh, south of the border reopened in April after a pandemic related pause. Canada, however, hasn't done the same with its enrollment centers because of concerns about extending uh, legal protections to U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers operating on, on Canadian soil. Protections that some officers already enjoy at pre-clearance centers, uh, pre-clearance sites uh, at Canadian um, airports. So the federal government hasn't said when, if ever, these Canadian officers offices will be operational again. So there's lots of concern over uh how uh nexus uh, uh, and in the nexus program whether it'll be uh whether it will uh continue will it be different will it be open uh, Joining me now to talk about all of this and the challenges with nexus is len saunders he's an immigration lawyer at blaine immigration hello len Hi, Jazz. How are you? I'm doing very well, uh, but uh, you know what? I have a a Nexus Pass that hasn't expired, so I'm doing very well right now. But uh, I know a lot of folks are concerned. Uh, Can you give me sort of an update as to where we are right now? Has has anything changed?
1: No, we're still in the stalemate where the Americans won't do interviews in Canada at Canadian Nexus offices, and so... All Canadians have to travel into the U.S. to have their interviews if they can get a, an actual appointment. I get called dozens every week from individuals, either clients or just people calling me who are desperate to get an interview or desperate to get their card approved. These are people mostly who failed to do the renewal before the expiry date because they weren't using their card during the pandemic. And so you kind of go to the back of the line, and there just seems to be no quick fix. And it's a problem that just nobody has a solution to on either side.
0: Mm. Now, there's a backlog, to my understanding, of over 300,000 applications. And and, uh, from what I've been reading, the average processing time is 16 months. And I think that alludes to what what, what you were saying. Is there a sense, like, why Canada is being so... um, uh, like this is a Canadian problem, one would argue. I mean, and yet Canadians are the ones who rely on this this particular program more than anybody.
1: Well, it's interesting because no one has really defined, you know, what legal protections for the American officers is. I read the pre Act. It all comes back to about four years ago, when the Pre-Clearance Act was um, was put into law in Canada. And if you read the pre Act, it allows American officers to have a lot of you know, extra uh, abilities to detain Canadians, to arrest them, to get them charged by Canadians, but also to carry guns. And every officer I've spoken to about this issue has told me whether they're an American or a Canadian officer, it comes down to guns, period. And it's interesting because neither side has really admitted that. Um, You know, the Canadian, the ambassador to to the U.S. in Washington, D.C., uh, was at a, fairly high level meeting a few months ago where the head of cbp was there and she called him out and said you're holding up the program but then about two weeks ago the Americans said it was the canadians holding up the program so they're kind of pointing fingers at each other and you know it, my feeling as a canadian who lives in the u.s i don't think american officers need guns in canada right there's lots of problems down here you, sh- you see the shootings um, you know, there was one in Walmart a couple of days ago, one at a, at a uh, club down in Denver. They're all over the place. Canadians don't need Americans walking around with guns in Canada, regardless of if they're CBP officers or not. So I have to agree with the Trudeau government putting their foot down. But the Americans really don't care because 90% of the participants in the Nexus program are Canadians. I just came back and forth today. It's Thanksgiving down here, but I'm Canadian, so I went up and did some errands and did a little bit of work in in Vancouver today. The border lineups going north were horrible because most Americans don't have nexus. It's the Canadians who have it. It's the Canadians who are being inconvenienced, and I honestly don't see where they're going to fix this problem unless they just stop doing interviews, but it's so important as part of the process to do this interview with both sides, both Americans and Canadians, so who knows what's going to happen?
0: Yeah, I think there's, uh, I was reading, 1.7 million um, members uh, of Nexus are Canadians or, or Canadian residents, so you're right, 80-90% who use Nexus are Canadians, so we, we certainly use it, uh, and I know many, many others do. If for some reason this program, um, if we can't find a solution to this, can we as Canadians perhaps be able to sign up with another program with the U.S.? I was hearing something called Global Entry. Does that does that help us at all, or is that American?
1: No, so just on this side. So what happened when everything was closed down for a year or two was the Nexus office in Blaine was open the whole time. And so I said to the American officers, you guys must be bored to death in there. And they said, no, no, no. Everyone's switching to Global Entry. All of the Americans are switching to Global Entry so they can use it at... You know, P.S. or TSA pre-check at all the airports, which I use my Nexus for. It's fabulous. Down mm. in DTAC and other U.S. airports. So the, a lot of the Americans have switched over because they don't go to Canada, so they really don't care. You know, I know you have CANPASS up there. I've never had it. But there's no real program at the land border crossing that is as convenient as Nexus. Like, for me, I wouldn't have come up today. If it, like, it's an hour too late to go into Canada because it's our Thanksgiving down here. I wouldn't have gone up. I wouldn't have sat in line. But because I had Nexus, I came up there. I did some shopping, did some work. It's so handy to have, and I've been very careful on making sure that my card and my kids' cards and my wife's card is all up, you know, up to date. Because I hear people who miss it by a day, they look the day after they, their birthday and they realize it's expired. They do the reapplication and they don't get this automatic extension. Like everyone's been getting for the last two or three years, so I've been very careful making sure that when everyone's birthday's coming up in my family, I check to see that their card's not expiring on their birthday.
0: So that's the first recommendation you have. Whatever happens with Nexus uh, at the Ottawa Washington level, it's the onus is on all of us that do have cards uh, is to make sure uh, if birthday's coming up, uh, you're you're looking at what the expiry is and, and you go for the renewal as fast as possible before that.
1: Well, yeah, and you can do it a year before your birthday, and when you, or at least w- before the card expires, so because it's every five years on your birthday. I think mine's actually coming up in next September. Um, and what they were doing was extending the cards for a year. Then they extended them for two years. I heard they extended them for five. If you'd done the uh, extension, but most extensions seem to be now being approved in about a year to a year and a half. I just had one of my kids. Um, his was a, was um, was approved for an extension after about a year pending with no interview. I think that's what they're going to do with a lot of people is they're just going to waive the interview mm-hmm. and maybe catch them next time. But for a first-time application, you have to do the interview. It's mandatory right now.
2: Yeah,
0: they, they somehow uh, screwed up my application and it got lost somehow. It took longer to the point where I had to be on the phone one time for three hours. It, got, it was dealt with, but <laughs> it was very frustrating. But now that I have the card... It has been great. We went to um, Hawaii earlier this year, and I got to tell you, it was just sailed right through the airport. And uh, just for that trip alone, <laughs> the Nexus card. Well,
1: nobody jazz. Nobody has it. Everyone's cards has expired. So <laughs> if you're lucky <laughs> no. enough to have a valid card, there's nobody in the line. It's I, fabulous. I swear, I
0: uh, <laughs> got to the airport, in Vancouver, and we were through in like 15 minutes. Uh, it was. It was. Phenomenal. It was just worth it. My guest is uh, Len Saunders. He's an immigration lawyer at Blaine Immigration. We're talking about the challenges of the Nexus program. Give us a call on the open line. We'd love to hear from you. If you're one of those people who've had to deal with uh, Nexus and if your card has expired, call us on the open line. Uh, Let's go to Lee in North Vancouver. Hi, Lee. Hi, Jazz. How are you?
2: Thanks Uh, for having me.
0: Hey, thank you for calling. Uh, uh, Tell me your story.
2: Um, So, during COVID, my the beginning of COVID, my nexus pass was going to expire. I reapplied to get a new one or go through that process, of, uh, and I got accepted. I booked an appointment. Um, I think it was probably three, four, five months in advance, and then it got cancelled. And I was given an opportunity to rebook again, and it was cancelled again. And that happened a third time. Um, And super frustrating, but I understand, you know, the pandemic. Uh, Also, I want to mention last year... Uh, at this time, I was heading down to the states, not through Nexus, uh, but I had my Nexus card on me, and I didn't. So I didn't scan it, but I guess it. I guess it picked it up, mm-hmm. and the border security officer asked for my Nexus card, and was going to keep it. He was going to confiscate it. I said, "But I didn't scan it. I showed you my passport." And I guess I was lucky that day, and he didn't take it away. But they it- scan automatically, so you don't want to have your expired Nexus card with you when you're
0: going to the border. It's it's that technology where they can, they can read it uh, unless it's in that sleeve, my guess is. So uh, so. how long have you been without your Nexus card now?
2: Uh, so I guess over two years.
0: Two yeah. years. Yeah, two and, 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 half year. and no indication yet as to when you'll get an appointment.
2: No, to be honest, I, after booking three times and getting it cancelled three times and you can't get a hold of anyone to ask you know, to find out when I can rebook, and so I've honestly given up. It's you, kind
0: of sad. <laughs> yeah. Lee, thank you so much for your call. Really appreciate it, and thank you for sharing your story. I guess, Len, that goes back to what you're saying, that once it expires you're in the back of the lineup, and uh, you kind of got to start all over.
1: Oh, absolutely, and people keep checking all the time for appointment dates, and I've heard right now there's some maybe in June that you can book. So I've I've heard of people flying to the East Coast and driving over and going to Detroit, and other offices on the East Coast because they just don't want to wait in line for three or four hours. Like, can you imagine tomorrow with Black Friday how bad the border's going to be? <laughs> it's going to be crazy. And all these poor Canadians sitting in line with no Nexus cards.
0: Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's go to uh, Raj in Surrey. Hi, Raj. Hi, Jazz.
3: What's uh, on your mind? got a great show. he has got a great show. Thank
0: you. What's on your mind? Uh,
3: well, I applied for a Nexus card about three years ago pandemic. My fiance lives in Everett, Seattle, and I travel every weekend. And every time I stop at the water guard at American and I ask them all the time that, uh, when can I get the appointment? And they say, try at the, the Blaine, uh, Blaine uh, office. I go out there, I say, sir, get on the line and get going, you know? And uh, this has been like three years now. I've been trying so hard. Every weekend, every Friday evenings, I'm in the lineup three hours, four hours, three hours, four hours, you know? And no wow. response in Canada. It's
0: wow. so sad, you know. Well, Very what, sad. Well, I'll try uh, next week to get the, the minister on or some senior bureaucrat to, to see just if they can give us a timeline. Uh, I knew this was a problem, but I didn't realize how frustrating it was. So we'll work towards uh, hopefully getting uh, somebody accountable next week on this issue. Raj, I appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to Aurora in Vancouver. Hi, Aurora.
2: Hi, Jeff. How are
0: you? I'm good, thank you. How you doing?
2: My story is different. I have applied it for renewal before even mine is expired. Mine is okay until the 23rd of December. I can't get an appointment. I can get no one answering me. We keep on checking it and nothing is happening. So we don't know what to do. The lawyer in here says apply before expires. Well, we've done it, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Well, Len is not responsible for staffing at at, at no, no, these offices. But
2: responsible. Yeah. I mean, he's suggesting it to do
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I well, hopefully uh, things can turn around for you over the next three weeks or so. But Len, I guess you know, it, once again, it's as Aurora is saying there, it is incredibly frustrating. Even when you do it right, you just don't know when you're going to get that phone call.
1: Well, and, and the problem is, they were cl- the offices were closed for two years, but they were still accepting applications. So they have this massive backlog. It would be like me as an immigration lawyer during two years taking all my client cases but not working on them. When I reopened after two years, I'd have a lot of unhappy clients waiting for their cases to be done. So here they are trying to get rid of the backlog, and then you know people who didn't apply – are now realizing their cards have expired. Because in the past, you would drive through and they'd say, Jazz, your card's expiring in six months. They would remind you. But nobody was using their cards and being reminded. So this massive backlog, I'm dying to know if they're ever going to get through it or what their plans are, because there seems to be no plans right now.
0: Len, can you stick around for one more segment? Sure. All right. Really appreciate it. And those of you, uh, John and Langley, Eve's in uh, New West, uh, stick around. We're going to make sure we take your calls. Let's go to John in Langley. John, thanks for your patience. What's on your mind, my friend?
3: You're welcome. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'd just like to say initially that uh, uh, I do believe that they're, they're uh, canceling the, uh, the, the interview. We've had, uh, I live in South Langley and had the Nexus card since the onset, but. Uh, mine was due next month and on uh, my birthday, and I applied last July, and they took my money right away. I did it online. I found the biggest problem is navigating their website. However, having said that, uh, the money went through, and lo and behold, uh, the first part of last month, uh, I opened up the mailbox, and there was my new extended, my new renewed uh,
0: uh, nexus card. And, and for how how long uh, is that nexus card, is it five years? Well, I, it's five years, my next birthday in uh, five years, yeah. Wow, but you applied last year, so maybe the anniversary of your birthday or very close to it? No, no, I applied this year. Oh, this year.
3: I, I applied in uh, my birthday uh, in December. I applied last uh, towards the end of July 1st of, uh, uh, well, the end of June, first part of July in that area.
0: Wow. Wow! That congratulations. That's all. I well,
3: can no, say. I feel so. I feel so fortunate after hearing all these other calls. But I, I just uh, your guest there. I do believe, uh, like we've never had any problems uh, with it, and and uh, I think they may be starting to maybe waive some of the interviews. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Thanks so much, John. Really appreciate your call. Thanks for your patience as well. Well, there you go, Len. We've got a good news story. At least one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Ja I think that 's how they 're going to get this huge backlog reduced is people
1: who have cards who applied before the expiry date those are the people who they 're just going to have to automatically do the renewal without an interview. my 16 year old son he got his about a month ago, it took a year mm-hmm. we applied before his, you know, a year before his birthday um, just to make sure you know it was it was going to be still valid and I've never had one of my kids had their, their card extended without an interview because until now, I guess, they always had both parents there. Both mm-hmm. parents had to go to the interview for minors. So obviously they're doing this for adults. They're doing it for minors. The problem is first-time applicants or people who didn't catch the renewal
0: before their card expired. That's the problem. That, so they're part of the 300000 then? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. All right. Let's go to uh, Eves uh, in Westminster. Thank you for your patience.
4: Hi, Jazz. Uh, Yeah, a couple of really good comments for your listeners. Uh, in regards to, uh, mine expired during COVID as well, mm-hmm. but I, I was checking on a daily basis when they would reopen in Blaine. And finally, i seen one, on one day that uh, there were appointments available. But there's one thing that you really need to, to uh, mention to your guests is that uh, on their website, on the American website, there's a drop-down menu that basically shows one one so how many appointments you need, one, one plus plus two, two plus, four, and it's a little misleading because it makes you think that it's you, yourself and your, your, uh, your spouse or your uh, significant other, like your child or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. And, even, and once you book that, then over at that, when you go for your appointment, they're just going to uh, basically interview one of you. The other one does not have an appointment. So you have to make sure that you do select two, not one plus. That's the first thing. The other thing I want to talk about is the renewal thing. Uh, the first time I got my Nexus card, when it came around to renewing the second time, just like your, your previous guest, I got the renewal card in the mail without having to go through a second interview. This time around, for whatever reason, I guess maybe it's because of how much time has passed since the, the last automatic renewal, this time they did want to, to uh, basically do a, 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 an interview. Mm-hmm. However, I, however, you'll find that if your your card is expiring, and if you pay for it in advance, even though you cannot get an appointment, I believe they give you like a two-year grace period so you can go into states, even though your Nexus card is expired, and they'll still accept it because they can see you've paid for your your renewal, but you just haven't been able to get a, an appointment yet. And that's what I found. So they're actually very good. Now, in my case, because I, I selected the one plus and I went down there and my wife got interviewed, I didn't. They were still very good. I still had to wait, you know, like three hours, I believe, till like lunchtime, mm-hmm. but they still uh, had me go through and interviewed me and all, and, and all was good. We were able to continue on where they So, you know, they were actually quite reasonable with us. So that's another thing that you said. That people should be aware
0: of. Eve, thank you so much for that uh, incredibly uh, incredible uh, a bit of advice there. I guess, Len, uh, uh, it's going to require patience, but some good advice there from you uh, as well in regards to getting that process started early, especially to make sure your card doesn't expire.
1: Well, what's interesting, what he said, too, was that he was basically able to do a walk-in. They used to do that all the time. You could just walk, you know, drop by, and if they had space, they would take you in. So he's the first person I've heard since the pandemic ended and the old offices opened, who was actually able to do a walk-in. So that's encouraging, too, Yeah, even absolutely. though we had to wait for three hours.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Len, thank you so much for your time today, my friend.
1: I want to do a quick shout-out. Since I can't say Happy Thanksgiving to you up in Canada, I'm going to say Happy Thanksgiving to my daughter, Peyton Down in Texas, who just got engaged to her fiancé, uh, Kellen. So Happy Thanksgiving to her, and uh, have a great day, uh, Jazz. Thank All you. All right.
0: That's, uh, thank you so much, Len.